If you're like us, you've dreamt of building your own business empire and the freedom it can bring you. But with hidden challenges along the way, it forces us to answer the hard questions like, how do we grow a real company without taking on debt? Or how can we get leads and buyers when there's so much competition out there? That's why tens of thousands of people have joined OneFunnelAway.com to get those questions answered. And now they're walking a new path of entrepreneurship. I asked some of them about their shocking journey from failure to freedom. I'm your host, Shane Larson, and you're listening to One Funnel Away Stories. What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the One Funnel Away Stories podcast, where we're interviewing individuals who've come through the One Funnel Away Challenge, seen success because they implemented what they were taught, and they continued with that moving forward as they started the foundation, got the momentum rolling. And today's no different. You know, we're, we're bringing on another guest with an amazing story. This is Joseph De Las Nieves who's going to be with us to share his story, which is really unique. It dates back to uh, the, the year of 2019. So we're going to get to kind of know his story, get to know more about him. But first, Joseph, thank you so much for joining us. We're happy to have you with us, man. Love to be here. Glad to be here. Again, anything that has to do with ClickFunnels, anything that's in the Russell Brunson world, happy to be a part of it. Who wouldn't be? Ah, I love it, man. I love to hear that. So, you know, your, your ClickFunnels story... Um, was within the last couple of years, but you weren't new to online like sales and so forth. From my understanding, you you kind of had done some things selling stuff online with Shopify and whatnot. Give us a little bit of a background, Joseph, of your your experience prior to like getting introduced to ClickFunnels and the One Funnel Away Challenge. So for a while, I was selling things online, Shopify stores, uh, selling books, DTG. For those that don't know, direct to garment printing through Printful. Um, all kinds of different things online, basically, you know, running giveaways, building lists, but I just hadn't cracked the code on how do I scale this to something that's like really sustainable that can augment an income or how do you, how do you scale it to the millions? So really the, the failure of that led me down the road of searching for information. And uh, on that information road, I started looking at all things marketing uh, and and that's what led me down the road. So I looked at people like Ty Lopez's social media marketing agency, Grant Cardone, Sean Bossler, Julie Stowing. I just, you name it, name after name after name. I just started looking at what they're doing. I subscribed to their list. So really, I started funnel hacking before I even knew what it was because I just was looking for answers. Um, and then I had started uh, Ty Lopez. I went through his SMMA program and I was like, that's it. That's how you make the, mo- the money. That's how you crack. That's how I cracked the code. I, so I was going to start a, a social media marketing agency, and I did, and it's it's good. I mean, you realize it's not difficult to get uh, ten clients to pay you a thousand dollars a month, you know, in net profit, or two thousand a month, you get five, and now you're making a hundred grand a year. But how do you scale that? You know, how do you how do you get past that and get yourself out of the work? So again, I just kept going down the information rabbit hole um, until I I went to a Ty Lopez event in Beverly Hills at his house, and I met Joe Soto. And Joe Soto down the road after that, uh, put a post out about one funnel away challenge. And so after I had looked at all these people, I mean, you, you name them, Peng Joon, Lady Boss, you know, you name them, all of them out there that you can think of. It came to me meeting Joe Soto, Joe Soto put out a post about the the one funnel away. And I was like, if Joe Soto says it's good, it's gotta be good. I hit the sales page and I was like, dang, I think I just, I think I just found the thing. And so I, I, and I wanted the box, you know, they were shipping the boxes out. And so, uh, I signed up actually, uh, you know, we might talk about it later, but I went through OFA twice. So I got two boxes, uh, 
but because of that post and because of going down that information search, because I had not been able to crack the code, it led me to OFA and OFA is really what, uh, it changed everything. Man, what a cool story just to kind of get a little background on it too. And you were truly yeah. funnel hacking before funnel, before you knew the term funnel hacking, like you were, you're doing what I think a lot of entrepreneurs need to do. Um, and a lot of people say they're doing it. Like they'll follow the right people. They follow the people they want to kind of imitate or learn from, but not many people actually implement what they're learning from those people. It sounded like you were following the right people. You were saying, okay, what are they doing? What are they doing? And you were implementing what you were learning from them. Obviously you ended up going to, you know, an event with Ty Lopez and then that, that just like scales down and ultimately you ended up with the one funnel away challenge and so forth. But I wanted to rewind a little bit and uh, kind of talk about your experience online. I know a lot of people who listen to this, who are in the entrepreneurial space, they're in the exact, I, I have a friend of mine who's in the exact same space as what you were doing, like online stuff. You mentioned the, you said, you know, the failure there had taught you a lot of stuff and led you down the right road. But I want to know like what successes you had there. Um, with sure. Shopify and DTG and stuff like that. So I'm, I'm sure it wasn't all bad. Like you probably had not, not at all had seen some success. I, I'm just curious what the successes were that you had there. Yeah. So, uh, you know, I remember when I started the DTG thing, for example, I actually went down to uh, Burbank, California, and I toured the Printful facility. Now they moved to Chatsworth. Uh, and I was looking at, you know, how am I going to scale here and, and selling a few, you know, shirts here or there all throughout the United States. And and I started building a following. I ran a giveaway for a book once, for example. And uh, in one little giveaway on a $20, $20 book, I got a 1,000 people to sign up for that giveaway. Now, at the time, because you don't know what you don't know, they are unknown unknowns. And so for me, I thought, well, only a 1,000 people signed up for this $20 book giveaway. This is not good. I need to move on to the next thing. And it wasn't till here's another little cool story. It wasn't till later... Uh, down the road where from that Ty Lopez event, again, later I had had a, a Instagram live with Alex Mayer and I was asking him about, you know, lists and leads and retargeting, things like that. And, uh, you know, in hindsight to look back and say that thousand lead list off of a $20 book giveaway was blazing hot leads that I just didn't know how to retarget, that I just didn't know how to drive to a funnel that I just didn't know how to add follow-up funnels and send them emails that would bring them into my other world. Or like on uh, on this OFA podcast, I see that you guys, uh, in the, the one with Steve Larson, he talks about the, uh, the sawdust. I didn't know how to take that, uh, what I was doing, and push that sawdust out to that thousand-person list off of a $20 book giveaway. So... I had had successes building lists, you know, making sales throughout the United States. I had some sales in like India and the UK and, and things like that. But I had no clue on what was my power position with these people. I had no clue on uh, how do I really capitalize on the momentum that I was building? Because to me, I thought this is not good momentum. I, I mean, I thought I was like, if I don't make a million dollars instantly, I'm doing it wrong. And it took all this process. And again, you know, I don't say it just to be saying it. When I went through OFA, it's probably the most meaningful experience anyone can ever do today that will uh, open their eyes and bridge the gaps on how to make money online, how to make it all make sense and how to make it all meaningful. Man, that is so interesting that you, it's so cool to hear that too, because 
Yeah, you had success. a thousand people, man. Like people would be dying for that. That's a, as an entrepreneur. But I think what happens sometimes, Joseph, is like in business specifically, a lot of people get like they might see success just like you were seeing. Like you're you're making some money, but you don't know how to like build off of that. You don't know how to utilize the information that you're getting. Like these customers are literally like they're people. So let's take that. Let's build an email list. Let's find ways to to re remarket to these people, or sorry, retarget these people, and and provide more value to these people. And I think you hit the nail on the head right there is like what we try to teach in one funnel away is like how to have your perfect customer avatar and everything shapes around them. The money will come, but everything's shaping around them. How can you serve them with your skill set? What can you do to serve your perfect customer avatar? So those thousand people, I think a lot of people are in the same situation, man. They're like, I've sold a lot. I've got X amount of people here and I just don't know how to actually continue on with that. How do I, you, and like you said, how do you continue with the momentum that you already started? And that's kind of what we want to teach through One Funnel Away and just the whole funnel building process. You go into One Funnel Away. You mentioned you took it two times. Uh, when was the very first time that you took it? Uh, the first time I took it was, I think it was 2018. It had to have been right when you guys launched like one of the first rounds of it. If not, I think it was the second round. It might have been the second round. Uh, but I want to note this too. When Before we move on about that thousand list, you know, I, Julie Stoian once said too, she was like, people think you got to have these massive, massive followings. Uh, she said, but look at me with 5,000 people, what I've been able to do. And I had a thousand person list. And if I could have just fostered that and then did what Russell teaches in OFA, which is publish, 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 and build a relationship with those thousand people. I mean, you're out of the nine to five. And that's what a lot of OFA people are looking for. How do I get out of the nine to five? Uh, and you don't need a big list to do it. You just need a very, uh, you need you need a, a list with meaningful relationships. And so, again, I didn't know what I didn't know. But if I would have had OFA, would have taught me, uh, you know, the publishing, 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 and all the other things that come along with that. And then hearing it confirmed by someone like Julie Stowian with 5,000 people, and you're making millions. So, again, for those out there in OFA, you don't need a big list but you do need OFA to teach you all the things that you have to do to foster that list. So you can get out that nine to five. Um, I love that. That's, that's huge, man. That's super huge. And I think any of us can take that advice and you know, you're speaking from personal experience. Like a lot of us get down, like you might see these people who are starting. They're like, Oh, I've got three people in this Facebook group. Okay. Well then you take care of those three people because those three people could turn into nine people, which could turn into 27 people, which, you know, and it's just a domino effect, but you take care of those people. If it's a thousand people, if it's 5,000 people, take care of them. You publish to them. You provide them with an immense amount of value because word travels fast. You know what I mean? In in this world. And if you take care of people, then more people will come. If you build it, they will come. Um, The fun story behind this all, Joseph, you take it, you take that first one funnel away challenge. I'm curious though, um, before we even get into anything else, I'm curious, what was your initial thoughts going through that the, the, the very first time? I mean, based on your prior experience, when you came into one funnel away, what was your, your initial thoughts? That they were giving away the keys of the kingdom. <laughs> <laughs> I, I actually thought like, you know, if I could keep all this stuff to myself, then, uh, <laughs> you know, it gives me an advantage. Like they're giving away the keys. That's what I would tell people. Like, okay. I, I thought about it last night as I went to sleep and I was preparing for this, uh, interview and, and I just, you know, I thank God for the thought, but he, it came to me like this. There's this world Okay, and everybody lives in it. And in this world, people have websites and people have products and brick and mortars, but they don't know how to turn that into something huge, right? There's this other world up here. 
And in this world is where we see all the people online making money. I found myself in this world and I was trying to do everything that I knew how to do. But again, you don't know what you don't know, the unknown unknowns. And I was like, how do I get out of this world? And how do I get back, you know, take myself to this world? One funnel away challenge is your chance to have someone grab your hand and walk you all the way to the perimeter and then give you a few steps into this world where people are making millions online. Now, without OFA, imagine how long I would have been stuck in this world or how many people will be stuck in this world. There's no getting out of it. You don't know what you don't know. And so OFA was a chance, literally, you know, no one's going to get like instant access to Russell Brunson or all the coaches that they got in there in in person. So OFA is like the next best thing. And they're going to take your hand from this world that you're going to live in for the rest of your life, unless somebody walks you out and guides you and then takes you a few steps into the world where people can make millions. And that alone is now going to take you into that world that otherwise you wouldn't have been able to get in. That's how I would say it. Wow. That's deep. I love that. Now here's a little plot twist for everybody listening too. So Joseph, uh, while you're going through this like journey, like your, your career, you're trying to figure this all out yourself. You're a college student. Um, you're, you're doing an MBA program. That's not, that's it's talk to us about this. Like you're, you're going through this MBA program, going through school. I want to know more about that journey too, because there's a lot of people who come in here from different backgrounds. There's people that have, you know, their PhDs. There's people that are just, you know, trying to make a side hustle. There's people that are truly making this their biggest thing. And then, you know, you got, you got maybe a spouse wants to have some supplemental income. There's just people coming from all walks of life here. You happen to have experience in the educational realm too. And I want to know how that intertwines uh, through the One Funnel Away Challenge, through your, your entrepreneurial journey with the, the, the education, because I think sometimes people think it has to be one or the other. Um, it, it, they're like, oh, it's either you go online, you learn all these things, you don't need to go to school. And then some people are like, no, school is the only way. And then there's some that think that they can intertwine. I'm just curious to get your thoughts on the whole experience going through MBA stuff and, and what you were learning and, and maybe if there was any epiphanies that came, came to you during that process. Sure. I'll say this, like as a start for those out there who feel like maybe you weren't weren't dealt the best deck of cards in life. I grew up in Stockton, California. Now, if you Google that, it's been rated as America's number one most miserable city in all of the United States. One of the top 10 most dangerous cities. I mean, it's scary dangerous. It sounds like Afghanistan on New Year's. Uh, Single parent household, uh, you know, again, grew up on food stamps. And it's been a fight to get to, to this point where I'm at in life. So to, to fast forward to what you're saying, uh, when, the, when I was doing OFA, I had my first baby was six months old. And uh, again, this, I had gotten out of the Army. I earned a commission in the U.S. Army at Fort, uh, Fort Benning uh, at the officer candidate school. And uh, I had a choice to make. You know, it was like, really go all in on the army and be, be this high speed, cool guy, but I'm going to always leave my family and that's it. You know, you get institutionalized and you're not getting out for a long time or know my baby's growing up and get out and try and figure out how to make money. So for me, it was like, you know, I grew up without a father. I want my babies to know who I am. So my wife and I decided it's time to get out. So for me, I, I was applying for jobs and I was like, not finding the job that I wanted that would pay the money that would help us live the way we need to live. And, and I, uh, so I thought, you know what, I'll go back and get my MBA. 
And so I go get my MBA, my, my first baby, six months old uh, at one, during that time, just to keep the audience, uh, you know, down the timeline. Uh, my first baby was in 2018. I took little notes right here. Uh, I went to that Ty Lopez event in June of 2018. The MBA program started in August of 2018. OFA started the first round, January 12th of 2019. Um, I had my second baby during the program in August. I took a trip, uh, a business trip to Costa Rica where we analyzed, you know, entrepreneurs making uh, hundreds of thousands of millions to uh, like Emerson Electric. We went to their headquarters. They did like 15.2 billion in like 2015 or 16, something like that. Um, and so... As I'm going through this this program and and trying to do OFA, and I was also a part of a startup outside of that uh, with the guy who went to Harvard and this this uh, this other kid. He has a billionaire uncle in New York, but uh, that fell through because of other issues. Maybe we'll get into that. But as I'm going through OFA, I, I felt swamped. I mean, I just I felt like this is so much good stuff, and this is stuff I've never been exposed to, even with all the the searching that I've done that I just didn't have the time to do it. And that's why I went through it a second time to really take it in. Uh, and, and most people, you know, I, I hear, cause I was active. When you get an OFA, I would tell people, get active in the group, meet people, literally meet people. Like just start, to get in there and say, hey, nice to meet you. If you wanna meet, I'd love to connect on LinkedIn. That's it. Send that message out to every single person you can. You know, like I'll give you one example. When I went through that SMMA program, I messaged 150 people that went through the same program, including people like Sean Vossler. And that's how I ended up connecting with Sean Vossler and a few other people like that. Uh, but I would ask people, I would say, uh, you know, I followed them months later and I would say, tell me what you've done from the moment you graduated this, this course. Here we are six months later. What have you done? And it was surprising how many people would say, oh, I lost my motivation and now I haven't done nothing. I want to get it back. Or how many people said, Man, I took action and now I'm doing a hundred thousand a year, you know. And then, and there's a few people that, that I talked to, and they'd be like, "Man, we're doing five million a year because I partnered with somebody else from the program, and synergistic gains, you know. They they found synergistic gains. So when you're in OFA, I did the same thing. I was in there messaging folks like, "Hey, you know, nice to meet you, nice to meet you." And that's what everyone needs to do. You need to meet people. So again, to go back to the NBA, uh, it was overwhelming, you know. Anyone that has kids. They're going to be overwhelmed. And what I mean by that is if you're actually involved in your kid's life, you know, you can have kids and not be involved. And maybe then that's not a stress that you feel. But if you're actually involved when they're crying, when they need you, when they want you, like it takes a toll. You're not going to sleep. You know, I, I didn't sleep. You know, my, my wife would tell you, like, you're in this MBA program from the break of day in the morning, from like 8 a.m. You don't get out until 10 p.m. And then you stay up working on this stuff for the startup. You're going through all these little classes. You're trying to do this OFA. Like, you just don't sleep. But a price has to be paid. That's what people have to understand. And the price is worth it. You just got to stick with it. And and to go into, like, something Russell will say in the OFA, the number one thing is you got to believe. And you truly do. You got to believe. It's already proven that this stuff works. It's already proven that you can do it. There's a book, I think, uh, called... Uh, think it's it's a Thomas Hobbes book and he talks about you know when you look at two people in a state of nature and and uh, they have the same mental capacity the same physical capabilities why is it that one person will excel and, and do all these things in life and one person will not 
Uh, it's about doing things a certain way. And that certain way is number one, you got to believe because it's already been done and you got to pay that price and that price is worth it. So for me, again, it was so overwhelming. It was so stressful. Uh, you know, anytime you leave your family, baby's crying, but that's basically what I went through the, the whole thing there. Um, well, well, let's take that for a second, you know, and, and unpackage that a little bit, like unbox it. I mean, for yeah. those who are in the challenge or are thinking about going through the challenge, you guys may relate to Joseph in this regard. Uh, maybe you're not going through an NBA program with two kids, you know, and a you know six month old, and then you end up having another kid late, like shortly thereafter. It's like, but maybe people do relate to you, like they do have kids or they are stressed with this, and they they have a full time job or whatever. But the, there is a price that has to be paid, and, and it's worth it. I love that you said that it's worth it. Um, I relate to you in a lot of regards. You're talking about the kids. I remember my final year, just undergrad stuff at, at college. My son, my first son was born, and I remember like there was no sleep. I mean, I worked full time. I was in school full time. We had a newborn, and I just there was just no way. From 5 a.m. to 10 p.m., that was school, work, school, work, and I'd go back and forth from campus to whatever. And then it was like, you think from 10 10 p.m. to 5 a.m. you're going you're gonna get some sleep? You're not, because then right there you're like. Kid never sleeps. He w- keeps waking up. He keeps making noises. And <laughs> like, okay, well, then you rinse and repeat every single day. And then you pretty much just are a zombie. You're like, well, I learned how to function with no sleep. My body's completely adjusted. So it's, it, is, it, me, it gives me anxiety hearing it, but I like, I understand the feeling. And that's why I commend you, man. You, you came through one funnel away. Uh, you knew you needed to take it again. You took it again when you had some additional time. You, you knew what to expect the second time around. Mm-hmm. Um, and here's where I want to get the experience out of you, man. I, I want to know. So you have this background. You, Obviously, you're driven. You have a purpose of why you're going to go through here. But what funnel did you decide to build coming through the One Funnel Away Challenge? Okay, so to talk, talk about the funnel I decided to build, uh, you know, for myself, well, I want, to, I want to say one little thing yep. that I forgot to mention. In that NBA experience as well, it was a sacrifice to go to FHL 2020. So funnel hacking live. Um, but for anyone considering it, again, it, it's a sacrifice. It truly is, especially when you don't have a lot of money when you've got to, got to make it happen, you know, everyone's got their stories. You know, they, uh, everyone's heard of Steve Larson's stories, how he rode his bike and all that. Like everybody's got a story. At some point, you're going to have to make the sacrifices. And for us, it was a sacrifice to get to FHL. Uh, but the cool little story there was, uh, I, I don't know if uh, Nicole sent it to you, the picture that my family and I got to take with Russell and Dave. Yep. And I'll say it to you like this. Along your journey, when you're tired like that, God is going to give you coincidences and remember, coincidences are God's way of staying anonymous, but still telling you you're on the right path. Keep going. So for whatever it's worth, I hope someone gets something from that. Um, coincidences are God's way to stay anonymous, but tell you you're on the right path. So the funnel that I decided to uh, to build, you know, because I was looking, like I told you, at all these different people, uh, low ticket offers, high ticket offers, mid ticket offers. Uh, which ones could I scale that would be big? So for me, total addressable market. You know, what is your TAM? Now, different people have different philosophy on what you should do. And it doesn't matter if they're big name marketers or, or whatever. Some people think like, well, hey, throw out a $47 funnel, you know, have a little order bump, have maybe one one OTO, and that's going to get you out the nine to five. True. You're going to put, though, the same amount of work in trying to make that funnel a success as you are a funnel that say you're selling a thousand dollar product or more. So for me, I was like, I'm going straight to like something medium to big scale, you know, medium to to high ticket. So I decided to build a membership funnel 
with a total addressable market that's huge, where there are a lot of buyers in that market. And uh, at, it starts at a $5,000 price point with, uh, it has two OTOs. It had two down, down sales, but I got rid of one. So th- there's two OTOs and one down sell as well. And what I found from that first uh, campaign event I, that I talked to you about in January from that webinar was that a buyer that buys the main product is almost always going to buy my first OTO. So uh, I I decided to build a membership funnel that's mid to high ticket with a $5,000 price point targeted towards businesses. Uh, And it's not a niche business. It's basically all businesses in the state of California, uh, which gives me a huge total addressable market. So that's the thing. I love that, man. I love that. So you're going through one funnel away. You got this funnel that you're building. And I want to touch base on that funnel hacking live thing as well. 2020. Yeah. You, you mentioned you took a picture. Talk about, you're on a plane ride, right, Joseph? And, and talk to <laughs> the behind you because you kind of just brushed over that real quick. Funnel hacking live 2020. It was, um, let's talk about that. Cause we, we are going to have 2021. Russell has mentioned that for, for those who are listening, like in your, you know, everyone's in a different situation with the pandemic and whatnot, but like, just understand like funnel hacking live is quite literally one of the best events. It's, it's life changing. But Joseph was talking about this coincidence. You're like, Oh, well I took a picture with Russell and Dave, but no, no, no. There's more to that. Talk to us about the plane ride real quick. Like that whole situation, man, what an, what an amazing thing. I just thank God. I just thank God. Like, so it's this, it's a big sacrifice to, to go to this thing, you know, with two babies, my wife got sick while we were there. We actually went to the ER and this is when, you know, right before COVID kicked off. Right. So we think, we think it was COVID don't know, but, uh, again, it was a big sacrifice to get there, the travel, the hotel, the babies, uh, but we do it and we, we want to get there a day early. So we left a day early so that we'd have a little time to settle in and kind of walk around. And, and I remember again, we're in line on, to get it, get on the plane. I'm like carrying all my stuff and my baby and I walk in and I literally look up like this. You know, we were lucky enough to fly first class uh, on that trip. Again, we put a lot into making that happen, but we were, we were lucky enough to fly first class and I look up and I'm just like, I put my hand out and I'm like, Russell Brunson, nice to meet you. (laughs) It was just so crazy. I couldn't believe it. And then I look, I look to the left and I'm like, you know, I don't want to call her Colette because, you know, I don't know her. So, I was, Mrs. Brunson, nice to meet you. <laughs> and my wife's looking at me like, Joseph, you never act like this for anybody. Like, here, okay, I got to tell you this. It's a, it's because it'll it'll kind of it kind of helps this story. When I graduated from high school, I moved to Los Angeles to to be a music producer, and I started background hip hop dancing uh, with a group called IMX and B2K. And the last movie I was in dancing was called You Got Served. It's a long time ago. I don't know if anyone heard it. Uh, I, you know, I'm, I'm SAG eligible. My name's in the credits. You can see it. But I've been around celebrities is what I'm saying. I've been around people driving Bentleys and, and, and all kinds of celebrities. I've, I've performed at Madison Square Garden, the American Music Awards, the BET Awards. That's a whole different life, whole different story. Maybe we'll get into that later. But so I don't get starstruck or nothing like that at all. And it's not like I was starstruck because I know Russell's a regular person. But this is like the this is the dude. This is the guy. Okay, and, and not only that, not only is this the dude and this is the this the guy, but like he's the most humble, down to earth, nicest guy that you could ever meet. You know, so I get on the plane and I'm like, "You're Russell Brunson. Nice to meet you." <laughs> and my wife's my wife's looking at me crazy, like you never get happy or excited to meet anybody like that you think is someone. So this guy must be someone because she didn't know who he was. 
So she knew. She knew by your reaction. So when you when you saw him, it's like, yeah, like this yeah. is Russell Brunson. You were giddy. Kind of like, here's the deal. Like, I don't, uh, you know, I talk to a lot of people like on outside of ClickFunnels. I run my own show and I talk to a lot of sports figures. But there are times, like, I typically don't like get starstruck anymore just because I talk to a lot of people. But there are times where like my wife said the same thing. That's why I'm relating to you. I'm in, in Salt Lake City at one point. Uh, we'll go to a basketball game there. And uh, the Oklahoma City Thunder, there's a coach by the name of Mo Cheeks. And he was an assistant at the time for the Thunder, but he has been a head coach in the NBA. And he's in the Starbucks sitting there reading his newspaper the, the morning that we go in there. I'm like, oh, coach. And I like shook his hand. Too. <laughs> I like, what? And I usually don't get starstruck either, but I'm just like, oh my goodness. So I'm laughing because I understand like that, how cool of an experience that is. You got to meet him on the plane and ultimately yeah. uh, got to have a good experience minus the, the situation of getting sick, which also I relate to, I got sick right after FHL. Um, and that was, yeah, it was a bad thing. Our whole family got sick for like two weeks, coughing and everything. So when you're talking, I totally relate. I'm like sitting here like, dude, that was like identical. Man, okay. And I'll, I'll say again, I'm not a fanboy of no one, but he was so nice. Like my babies sometimes. Okay. People got kids that like, don't cry. I hear people say, Oh, my kids, they sleep so good. Oh, my kids, you know, this, my kids sometimes cry. And, and I, I say they sing. And I remember I was on the plane and I was, you know, Russell and Colette, we like, we talked, we had a short conversation. I was like, Hey, I got to apologize in advance. Okay. Because when we're on this plane, my baby might just start singing. And by singing, I mean screaming. And he, you know, he was so nice. He said, don't worry. If she starts singing, we'll all sing along with her. Oh, that's tight. What a guy. Yeah, I'll tell you right now. I mean, I've I always said this, not to just make this a Russell fanboy podcast, but I mean, working with Russell, chatting with the guy, he's a normal dude. Like, he loves yeah. the UFC. He'll message me during the UFC fights all the time, and he loves that kind of stuff. But he's just a normal guy, um, and he's one of the best people to work for. And quite literally, like I've learned more from him in the, the almost four years I've been working here at ClickFunnels than I did any time in my career through college, through my jobs, whatever. Uh, he's, a, he's a super good dude. So now – we're going to get to the bread and butter here, right? We got to, <laughs> I had to rewind there for a second, but can I add one more thing? Go for it. Go for okay, it. Okay. Look, I, again, and Dave Woodward, same thing. One of the nicest guys you're ever going to meet. And when we were at funnel hacking live, it was just so, so odd. I kept running into him and, uh, FHL had ended and we stayed an extra day, but so did the click funnels team. So like I'm walking around the, the, the hotel and I see Dave and his wife and it's like, Hey, I see you again. And he was like, Hey, not, Good to see you again. Here's my wife. You know, I'm like, nice to meet you, ma'am. But again, he's one of the nicest dudes you're ever going to meet as well. So like OFA is something you just want to be a part of. I know, you know, no one, no one paid me to do this. I'm not doing this because I'm doing this podcast. It's because it's life changing. It was life changing for me. And I, I hope people really take it up on it. Uh, And then one other thing, and this is super valuable to the audience as well. To go back, when I was in that MBA program, I would ask every instructor I could, and they didn't like me sometimes. Some of them didn't like me sitting in there in the class because they, you know, they were teaching what they're teaching. And I would say, okay, I got a question. And they say, what is it? And I'd say, how do I make money with what you're teaching me? Just like that. That's how I would do it. How do I make money with what you're teaching me? And I even had one instructor tell me, she was like, well, when you're done with your MBA program, I think you'll have the answers you want. So you're telling me you don't know how to make money with what you're teaching me? You know, I, I can, and I would ask one after the other, after the other, after the other. I would, people outside of the program that are just there teaching. How do I make money with what you're teaching me? Because I told you I had gotten out of the army 
and I was trying to adjust. I was trying to figure out what am I going to do to make money, you know, other than just getting a job and being stuck in something for the rest of my life. Right. And none of them, none of them. I didn't come across one other than, you know, uh, like Lean Sigma. Uh, for those of you out there, Lean Six Sigma, it's a statistical way to uh, look at processes that are out of control in the production process. Uh, so like I asked that guy, he was the only one. And I'd say, how do I make money with what you're teaching me? And he was like, well, there's all kinds of jobs for Lean Six Sigma and consultation. But that's the best I got. Like nobody could tell me, how do I make money with what you're teaching me? And so going through OFA, it just confirms. I mean, it's been done. Look at the two comma club awards that are out there. Look at the people doing it. Like look at Russell Brunson from a potato gun sales. Like these people in this OFA world, in the Russell Brunson ClickFunnels world, know how to do it. And they're going to tell you how to do it. Now you all you got to do is go out there and do the work. That's it. So 100%. sorry to go. You know, I hate no, to go I... back, but it was worth it. A hundred percent. I think that's super important for people to hear. Cause I, again, I think people can relate to you, Joseph, because they might be in the same situation. You might've asked a professor, you might've asked a mentor and they're almost like, they don't have the answers that you're looking for. And you're like, okay, then logically, what am I doing here? Like, okay, so you got to find a different route, which you did. You went, you found the right path. Your story took you to the one funnel away challenge, not once, but twice. Yep. And then we're in the one funnel away challenge. You're building the membership funnel. Like you're, you're, you're trying to get everything uh, put together for it. And from my understanding, there were a couple of challenges. So there's, there's, you know, the one funnel away challenges, they'll come through the OFA challenge. They're super motivated. It's, it's awesome. Okay. But then they, they start just like anything, you hit some adversity. There's going to be some things that you don't know. And it's harder to, to pick up. One of those things for you was writing copy that converts. So, you know, you're like, you know, you're building the funnel. It's one thing, but like, you need to have copy, you know, good copy that catches the eye or something of that nature. So talk to us about that struggle and how you overcame that. So for the copy, again, I was an okay writer, uh, but there's a difference between being a good writer and being a writer that can write something that makes someone take out their credit card and pay you money. Uh, and like I told you, I had been following everyone. You come across, there's all kinds of copywriting courses out there. You know, the one that just jumps to mind is like Dan Locke. He's always talking about his high income skill, which for those of you out there who don't know, Dan Locke has used click funnels. Like that's one thing too, that I would say. All these people that you're seeing out there that are successful, you know, Peng Jun, I mean, you name it, whoever's out there, all roads, there's all these people and all these roads lead to them using click funnels and funnels. So again, back to the copy, I've been following people, you know, like Dan Locke and all these other writers, Sean Boffler, uh, all these people that write copy, they're great at it. They know how to do it. But for me, I was like, okay, I'm not you. So I need to utilize what's out there. And I came across funnel scripts. And what I did was I took on a client because I, you know, I told you, like I had learned some things from the social media marketing thing that I was doing on how to take clients and then integrate what you want to get into the deal. So for me, uh, I basically, I told the client, I was like, to help with the copy that I'm going to be doing for you, uh, you know, there's a software that I want to get to help us with what we're doing. I told them what the cost was and, they were like, okay, we'll put this in the deal. And I became, you know, I bought the lifetime membership to funnel scripts and, uh, my good <laughs> Hold on. You made an offer to your client yes. for another stop that right there. That's a golden nugget. Okay. So if there's somebody listening to this right now, that's like, well, I can't afford funnel scripts or I can't afford this or like, Joseph, you just gave a, a golden nugget right there. You actually put that as part of the offer. Like, here's how it's going to help me help you. So this is going to help me. So let's see if we can work something out. And you almost essentially had them 
get that for you or at least put towards it, right? Like that's a, well, that's no, they, they they pay for it and now it's mine. And I would tell people like, you know, there's a lot of ways that you can you can do it, you know. Uh the way you structure the deal, like there's a lot of ways you can get a client to give you the money for whatever you need to get. There's there's just so many ways out there. I mean, we'd have to get into that maybe in something else, but you totally can go to someone and just be honest. Just be honest. Say, I'm just starting out. I know what I'm doing. Here are the people that I'm learning from. And here's what I'm going to do for you. But to help me scale it, because I want to write you a ton of copy. I want to write you a ton of emails. I want to write you a ton of posts on social media. I want to write you a bunch of headlines that we might use for something else. This, my baby, if you can hear her, (laughs) uh, just tell them, tell them, be honest and say, let's put this in the deal outside of the monthly rate that you're, that you're going to pay me or whatever it is. You know what I mean? You're going to find someone. There's all kinds of people out there. You just have to be willing to go knock, knock, knock. Hey, business owner, number one, here's what I want to do for you. And you're going to get a bunch of no's. That's just the way it works. You have to take the no's to get to the yes. And you've, you know, if you haven't heard it already, people will tell you fail hard and fail fast. The faster you fail, the quicker you get to like some kind of better result. And it's true. You know, some people get to a bigger result faster than others, but you're still going to get to a bigger result for you. So run your race, knock on them doors and say, I want the funnel scripts and try and put that in a deal. You know, if you can't already just pay for it out of a client or something like that. So for me, that's what I did. And it worked out. I love that. I mean, it was a challenge that you ultimately had inside of the one funnel away challenge. It was, a, it was a, you know, copy. Okay. Then you found the solution to that, but okay, well, how can I afford this or how can I make it part of this? And, and you did it. You figured out a way. That's another thing about entrepreneurship. You find problem solvers, right? You, you find problem solvers because in entre- the successful entrepreneurs, they find the solution to an issue. Like they'll find, they'll find a, a they'll, they'll create this idea and they'll find a solution to it. They'll figure out a way to get it done. And I think that's awesome. You're the one who you're, you're one of those who does that. And, and it's obviously working for you. And I think that's amazing. Um, there's a couple of things you spoke about earlier, Joseph. And well, one can I add is, to the funnel scripts? Go for it. Go for it. Cause I want people to know how valuable it is. Like funnel scripts. There's nothing out there. Like it. There's, there's nothing, there's no, nothing out there. Like it. Like, there's just nothing out there. You will use it at some point in your process. Okay. At first you might get in there and you might be like, dang, all this stuff is there. It's all good stuff. And you might be overwhelmed. And then you're going to be like, well, I'll, I'll start with this. You know, maybe it's your epiphany bridge script that you're going to build in there. Or maybe it's some headline for, for, you know, an ad that you're going to run. Maybe you take a break from it. Cause that's what I did. Uh, you know, I used it and then I took a break from it. And then when the funnel was ready to launch, the one that I'm, you know, we've talked about, I went back to it and then I built my webinar from the funnel script. And that webinar, you know, I, I ran an a email campaign for 10 days. And from that 10 days, we got traffic to the webinar and in one hour made $14,000. But I went back to the funnel scripts to build my webinar because I wasn't sure, you know, what's going to be the best way to do it. So funnel scripts is worth it. If you can do it, do it. And if you can't do it, figure out a way to do it. And if you think there is no way to do it, then keep it in your mind and in your heart and know that at some point down the road, you're going to do it. So funnel scripts, without a doubt, do it. Ooh, I love to hear that, man. It's, you know, I, I, I just, I love hearing it from people who have been there because you understand the importance and the value that it brought to you. And now people get to hear yeah. that. Like, 
that's that's an immense amount of value that it brought to you and your business as you continued on and you get to use it moving forward always and you might not use it all at once but you'll find ways to use it for different things and you'll become more comfortable with it and you'll realize dang this is a lot of value for myself for my funnels for my emails for whatever posts you're making it is a super big uh, value point there now inside the one funnel away challenge joseph you, you encountered some struggles uh, but you also you you mentioned in uh, in the little script that I sent over to you for some questions. You had talked yeah. about some of the aha moments, and I love hearing these from like something that stood stood out to you, like a lesson that stood out to you. And yeah. there was one about belief and one about the Dream One Hundred. One thing I was just talking to a team member of mine about is people who struggle to believe. Like in the One Funnel Away Challenge, we we focus heavily on that, just crushing the false beliefs. But you'll you'll see a lot of entrepreneurs, even through One Funnel Away, it's it, they just struggle so hard to believe in themselves and that it, that, it, that it can work for them. And I want to hear your insight on that because you mentioned belief and I want to know why that stood out to you so much. Okay. So, I mean, every, everything is, you know, it's almost trite to say it. It, it might seem redundant to people like you got to believe to achieve, you know, you hear that all the time or something like that, but it's truly, uh, it's truly like the thing that's going to change everything your belief will give you what I'm saying is the activation energy. Now, I, I, I watched one of the One Funnel Away podcasts that you did, and the person was talking about the greatest showman. Mm-hmm. For me, I wanted to put that on the paper because I think for everyone, you've never been exposed to it. When you go through that with Russell, it's just, again, you're going to, boom. Like, <laughs> it's going gonna, it's, it's to change everything. But I know this. If you don't believe first, you won't have the activation energy to get to the greatest showman. So for those out there, like that's the thing. You got to believe that this works for people. I'm just a regular dude. You know what I mean? Like there's a bunch of us out there and this stuff is working. So you got to believe either either this whole thing, this whole, like I told you, you're in this world. Either this world over here is a lie. No one's out here making real money. No one's out here leaving nine to five jobs. No one's out here offsetting money to do whatever they got to do. It's just fake. You either just think it's fake or you're going to say it can't be. There's too many people, too many regular folks out there with too many different stories, with too many backgrounds, with too many struggles, with too many hardships, with too many cards not stacked in their favor who are now saying this stuff works. So for OFA, that's what stuck with me. Like, you got to believe that this works. You got to believe that this will work for you. And I'm just add me to the list for anyone listening that's on the fence. Believe. Do it. If you need a push, here's your push. Do it. It'll be worth it. And Joseph, I would actually ask a follow-up question to that one. Yeah. Um, it's one thing to believe in yourself. And I think I, I do it myself. I think all of us are guilty of it. We're like, yeah, I believe. I believe, but then when adversity hits or maybe you encounter a struggle in, inside the challenge or you encounter a struggle in life for that matter, but like while you're going through one funnel away, you're learning all these new things and you believe when you first get in there and you got all this motivation, but how do you keep that belief? I would, I would like to ask you, like, how did you keep that belief? Um, even during the harder times when life's busy, the one funnel away challenge is here, you're, maybe you're struck and you're like, ah, oh, it's not going to work. It's not working as good as I thought it was going to be. How do you keep that belief? So I think for, you know, there are certain things that apply to only certain people. And then there's certain universals, you know, Steven Larson, he said things like, I'm looking for the rule. Steven will always say, I don't want to know the exception to the rule. I want to know the rule. So to touch on both of those things for me, how did I do it? Well, I'm a man of faith. I believe in Jesus Christ as my Lord and savior. And what the Bible tells me is this, 
God has promised good things to those that love and serve him. And so for me, it doesn't matter how much adversity on that personal level, I'm going to stick with it no matter what, because I know he's already promised me a good outcome as long as I will serve him and do the work in my life that he's called me to do. And whether that's a funnel or whether, you know, whatever it is that you learn from OFA, there's something in there for you that you're going to get out of it. Do the work that you've been called to do. Do it with all your heart. Go all in on it. Like, put, this is my flag. Boom. This is this is what I'm called to do. This is what I am. Be that. And it's going to work out. Now, to, to go the other way, like what Stephen Lawrence says, what is the rule? Uh, for me, I, I did things like this. People will tell you, Dan Pena, I mean, you, you, it doesn't matter who you talk to. You are the people that you hang around. You know, show me your five best friends or closest friends and I'll show you your future. That's what they say. Well, for a lot of you out there, maybe you don't got a bunch of good friends. So for me, I don't have a bunch of close friends that are making millions. Because I told you, I grew up in Stockton, California, America's most miserable city, top 10 most dangerous, single single parent mother. And the, and the struggle was real throughout all life to get here. So I didn't have a lot of friends or anyone I knew making millions, hundreds of thousands of dollars. Like my mom's the first one that worked her whole life to break six figures uh, as a teacher and a principal. So if you don't have that uh, that environment around you that will support you through those struggles, you have to figure out how to integrate those types of people there. And if you look behind me, that's one way that you do it. Someone out there wrote a book. I mean, let, let's let's take a look where that red pig is. What's, what's that stack of books right there? Dot-com secrets, expert secrets, travel secrets. There's a guy named Russell Brunson that went through a bunch of hardship, and then he took his life experience and put it in that book. So when you're buying a book, you're buying a relationship with someone's experience. And if you don't have those friendships, you know, when you go through the hard times, you go buy the book from the person that went through it, and now you have a relationship with their experience. I mean, there, there's all, I mean, again, you see, I got a bunch of books that aren't even up, but that's how you do it, folks. Okay. That's one little practical tool. You know, there's all these things that you can say like, oh, just believe, just believe. But then there's real practical things you can do. Go buy the books from people who have actually been through struggle. Look at what they did and believe it can happen for yourself. So that's one thing you can do. I love that. And that's the cool thing, Joseph, is like you sharing that piece of information and hopefully someone's relating to you right now. And maybe they're building that relationship by listening to this podcast because you're sharing, you're willing to share that story, which is also another thing I'd say we teach in one funnel away. We're trying to help you guys publish and share your stories because you can relate and you can help people. Like you can help people so much with that. That's why I was asking you that question because I know you are like, you know it and people want to hear that. So hopefully somebody can relate to you and they're going to be looking for you too after this. So we'll get, we'll get some information on where they can find you here in just a second too. Sure. So Joseph, you're, you're, you're a stud. You go through here. Um, you've gone through it twice. You had all these life things happening in the middle. There's a lot that was happening. We're talking, we already spoke about kids, talk about MBA program. Um, you gotten out of the, the military to, to go through that life is going on. I mean, one funnel away the first time, one funnel away the second time. The question people want to know, and I ask this in every podcast, is okay. And you kind of alluded to it earlier. You alluded to it earlier, and you said um, you had earned a certain amount of money afterwards. But I want to know, okay, just to reiterate, how long did it take you to earn your one comma club award? That's just generating a thousand dollars through your sales funnel. Tell us after implementing all this, you go through the struggles, you just have regular life and all these things. How did, how long did it take you to earn that one comma club award? So again, that depends on how you decide to look at my personal process. If you look at it as 
from the moment I actually launched my first campaign for the funnel, uh, which is what I told you. I sent a email sequence to a list of about 3,000 people. A 10 email sequence to 3,000 people over the course of one month that led to a webinar the following month. So if you look at that, from the moment that the campaign ended, there was two weeks before the webinar happened. It took two weeks from the end of that email campaign ending to make $14,000 in one hour. So that's how fast it can happen. But if you look at my story from the moment that I came into the OFA world, we're talking about two years. And, you know, most people might not stick around that long, but you you got to do whatever it takes. There's no alternative, you know. Like I told you, if you're in this world here and you want out, there's a price that you're going to have to pay. Now, we all have different skills and abilities. Uh, we all learn things differently. You've, you know, you've heard of the VAK model, visual, auditory, kinesthetic. Wherever you fall in the VAK model might, is going to be different for everyone else. If you take the pizza pie model, okay, let's take the pizza pie and divide up the slices. And when you look at, you've got, for example, some people are good at writing. Some people are good at speaking. Some people are good on camera. Some people are good at social media. And you take all these pieces, okay, take stock of what you're good at, and then flip that pizza flat. And now look at how much depth you have. Now you've got your categories, but now you've got the depth. Different people have different categories in that pizza model and different people have different depth. So when you look at what you've got, you can't compare yourself to anybody else. For me, it took two years. Do you hear me, folks? Two years. And it's not easy. Let me let me say this to that. My funnel has changed over time. Like the funnel that I have now, the final funnel that I have now that's going to take me to 2CC, I believe, uh, it's, it's not the funnel I started with. But if you don't go through OFA and get a funnel out, you'll never be able to like work on it to get it to what it needs to be. And, and I heard Russell say it once, like, You'll never know if you don't try. So, uh, again, the funnel's changed over time. If you look at my ClickFunnels support tickets, like, that was a struggle, too. Uh, When you build your funnel, because, again, at first, you don't have – you can't pay somebody to go do it. When you – when I built my funnel, I had so many questions. My support tickets are long. Like, like go ask Russell. Maybe look at my account and see how many are there. I got one that's live right now because I'm trying to fix something about paying an affiliate a commission and my, my, uh, my backpack's not tracking the, the pay, the commissions due on a subscription. And so I, I mean, again, it's never going to stop. Uh, but when you look at that, it took me two years to get to here, but from the moment it launched and that campaign ended, it took two weeks to make 14,000. And now I know how to do it. So yeah. now I can, now I can run my next campaign Here's another fourteen to thirty thousand in one hour, you know, and it just keep going from there, and then make another funnel, and hopefully over time, you know, you get ten funnels going, and they're all making money. Like, and you're out of the nine to five, and now you can just self actualize and start contributing, and that's where we're all trying to go. But remember, it took me two years, so whatever it is for you, don't compare your time to someone else who says, "Oh, OFA clicked, I put my funnel out, and now I'm making twenty thousand dollars." Great, celebrate them. Tell them, yes, hey, ow, if you got any golden nuggets, kick them my way. And and then square your shoulders, pick your head up, and keep going and drive on. It will happen for you too. Act like it, live like it, talk like it, and then go forth and prosper. In the name of Jesus Christ, I claim that for you.
That's awesome, man. Super cool to hear that too. And it is, it's a journey. It's definitely, that's what it is. It's a journey. And you were persistent. You continued. But what we try to teach people in One Funnel Away is, you know, we're building the recipe. We're building the foundation. And that's what it did. You built the foundation and then you saw the success. You know it works. And you can continue to use that same recipe in different ways. And you adjust it to the market. Like every single thing that we've taught, Joseph's talking to you guys about this right now. You know, you adjust the market. The funnel that he has right now is a little different than it was uh, when he started, but you adjust to what the market says. You you understand things differently. You continue to grow in your education when it comes to funnels and what your market wants and what your you know what your skill sets are and all sorts of things. And you realize that the possibilities are truly endless. Um, and just hearing you talk, Joseph, it's been super inspiring because I I see like they really are endless. You're you're continuing to grow. And for those who are out there, and you might be saying, well, two years is a long time. Okay, for those, I'm going to say this right now. Relatively speaking, like just think about it in in, in terms of your own life. Is two years really that long? Like of, of of learning compared to like some people go to school for five, six years, you know, and they're doing this, that, and the third. Two years is really not that long, especially while you're learning along the way, because during that two year time frame, you're you're going through all sorts of things and learning the the the, the process, and then you saw the success, and it's going to com- compound. Like you just said, you were talking about like it'll compound later. You're going to have multiple things and um, multiple funnels going and generating that revenue. And I just I think it's all. So cool to hear, Joseph. It's just such a cool story for me. And I, I want to ask this question. The, the, the last thing I'll say is, was it worth the $100 investment? Again, guys, it's 100 bucks. Was it worth the $100 investment? Without a doubt. I mean, I think uh, you ask anybody that's gone through it that actually did the work, someone that actually watched the video, someone that actually took the time, and they're going to tell you it's worth it. And they would have paid way more than $100. I would have paid a thousand easily. I would have sacrificed and did what I had to do to pay a thousand to go through that thing. I would have paid more. So for a hundred dollars, that's what I would tell people right now. There's this world that you're in and you're going to spend the rest of your life in this world. Okay. You're going to wander around like a ship without a rudder, just going from one marketing thing to the next, looking at the next marketer that's doing the next big thing. And and you're just going to be going nowhere. It's going to be very hard to get out of that. It's almost like a, like a labyrinth. It's like an information labyrinth. How do you get out of the labyrinth? You need someone who has already gone through the labyrinth that will show you how they got through it. And so for $100, you've got someone that will take you to the edge of that world and walk you in to this world where people are making millions. And it's worth it. So for $100, without a doubt, do it. You need a push? Again, here's your push. It is worth it. Do it. Man, I'm telling you guys, again, another interview where it's not me telling you this. I can say it all day long, but people always tell me, Joseph, they're like, well, yeah, you work for ClickFunnels, and it's that's what pays your bills, and da-da-da-da-da. And I tell sure. everybody this. I'm like, okay, this is why we bring on people like yourself to share your story. So listen to Joseph. If you guys are on the fence and you're like, oh, 100 bucks, should I do it? Yes, it's not easy. Okay, it's a challenge, not a cakewalk. But in regards to technical questions and stuff like that, we actually have a team of consultants that do live calls every single day to answer homework questions. We have a tech support expert in the actual One Funnel Away Challenge now that answers all tech questions on a call so you don't have to actually write a ticket in anymore. So all these things, we've actually even improved much more since then um, so that you can just get the stuff done and get on to the next step of your, your funnel building journey inside the One Funnel Away Challenge. So Joseph, as we're wrapping it up, I want to know where we can find you, brother. So where... If you have any Facebook groups or a Facebook page that we can find you anywhere where your business is at, maybe the name of your funnel for those who are listening and are like, hey, I want to check that out. 
tell us that right now. Let's drop those. Okay. You can find me on Instagram at my full name at Joseph de los Nevis. Uh, just request me and I'll add you just say, you know, request me and I'll add you uh, to spell it. J O S E P H D E L A S N I E V E S. That's it. And uh, I look forward to connecting for the funnel. You can go to compliancecelerator.com. Uh, and again, when you look at like the little sidebar at the funnel, that's not something that's normally integrated. I actually had to have some custom coding done, but here's another thing. The coder that I met, and now we have a relationship because this dude is amazing. <clears throat> His name is Ryan Tunis. Uh, I met him on the funnel Rolodex. So <laughs> the resources out there for you are, are crazy. Uh, but again, I look forward to connecting with you and uh, check out the funnel. And I would just tell you again, you could spend the rest of your life in this world. Don't do that. And if it takes you two years like it did me to slowly work your way to the edge, to finally walk into the world where you can now make money where you're free, isn't that worth it? Of course it is. Ladies and gentlemen, Joseph De Las Nieves, who joined us, the man from Stockton, California, who got yeah, to give a shout out to the Diaz yes, brothers yes. in the UFC. All right. Because, yes, because they yes. represent for Stockton as well. <laughs> so, Hey, like everybody we, loves Nick and Nate. Yeah, we, we got to love them, man. They've got their personalities and they definitely got, you know, they represent for your hometown. So I, every time you said Stockton, I was, that's all I could think of. So they're not the only <laughs> famous ones though. You're the big name out of there representing. Oh, and we man. just appreciate you, Joseph joining the show. And uh, we hope everybody that was listening enjoyed it. But I just want to say thank you so much for uh, being part of One Funnel Away Stories, man. Thank you for having me. And again, Russell, everybody in that ClickFunnels world, thank you for doing what you're doing. Keep telling the potato gun story. Keep doing everything you're doing because people need it and you're helping folks. Thank you, guys. Absolutely. For all the listeners out there, make sure you subscribe. We'll be coming to you next time with another interview. If you want to be part of the journey and create your own story that can be shared just like this one, then sign up at onefunnelaway.com to get started with the next One Funnel Away Challenge. We have a new challenge coming up very soon, and we want you to be part of it. This is where you'll learn the strategies and build the foundations of funnel building, along with understanding the basic principles of traffic so you can fill your funnels with paying clients. The coolest part? We do this all in 30 days' time. It doesn't matter if you're an established business owner, a 9-to-5 worker looking for additional income, an affiliate marketer, or someone who's completely new to the entrepreneurial game. It doesn't matter. Regardless of where you're coming from, you need to be here in order to take yourself to the next level. So again, head over to OneFunnelAway.com to sign up, and we'll see you in the challenge.